All right. It is Michelle's favorite podcast day. It is Monday. Monday. Business, management, and leadership. Yes, ma'am. Let's get this week started. You love to just jump in on a Monday. I do. Yeah. That's good. I feel it's very business-like. Yeah. It's, it, well, we just we <laughs> had the business. relaxing day on Sunday. Now it's all right. We're just going to dive in. Yeah. Jump right in. Of course. It's what you do what on a you Monday. Do on a Monday. It's one thing as a leader to deliver the crisis response training you want to see in practice. It's an entirely other thing to witness it in action. Word. Not sure that your message is being heard? We fix that. Blah, 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 blah. I can go on and on and on about every industry's lack of training. And I'm not just talking about the lack of training because most industries are now mandated to do training. Mm -hmm. Because they weren't doing it on their own, which tells you they have a low level of interest. So now they just phone in the minimum requirement. Oftentimes, it's not even live. Yeah. Okay. So, like, who would want to do that? Terrifyingly, healthcare is one of those industries. Mm. And I can speak to it because I'm in it. So sad. So when the next time you're in a situation where you're getting healthcare done, do you get healthcare done? <laughs> is, that, is that even the right way of saying it? It, the next time you're receiving health care, how about that? There you go. Just know in the back of your mind that this person that's providing this care probably went to YouTube University and went through boring, non-interactive training. Just to check it off. Right. That That's not going to instill the greatest level of confidence. Not really. But that's really me pulling back the, the curtain. It's true. So when I do my training, I do kick-ass live training that not only is engaging but we drill down on the why behind the what and, and I, I could see you throwing in stuff that will never ever happen yes. just to see how they react to it like david this will never happen oh i know but i just want to see your thinking <laughs> home run that is exactly what i do like i i come up with the most remote possible thing that's going to happen so to get them in the level of thinking of well, oh, it's a free coincidence. There is no such thing. Mm -hmm. So the, there are neither freaks nor coincidences. This is what happens in our industry. Mm -hmm. Which we, is why you have to do the training. Yes. <laughs> we manage the most unpredictable creature on the planet, the human being. Mm -hmm. Word. We're stripping them of their judgment so now you've got the raw person running around like a kook. Mm -hmm. I love it. I get energized by it. I love to see the true person underneath all of the socially constructed bullshit that we've piled on them so that they have to operate under some certain level of conformity. <laughs> I'm like, fuck that. Tear that down. Let's see who they really are. And I love the rawest version of my residents for the most part. We have this new guy. I told you about him. His name's Harvey. He's a super, super duper exit seeker. He is on the go. He wants to go. Mm -hmm. Does he have a destination? No. He just knows it's not here. Right. Those are the most difficult to manage. So we had, again, here we go with the freak coincidence. We had a freak coincidence. Our elevator went down. Oh. Yes. Not completely, but I told the staff our Keats retreat, which is our memory care, is on the second floor. I said, hey, you're able-bodied. Go up the stairwell, use the fob, get in through the electronic door. For sure. Door, right? It's not on floor 22. It's exactly. on floor two. Yeah. And if it was 22, <laughs> yeah, you got more steps in today. <laughs> so they go up. The one caregiver who's brand new and super green that has all the training that I've given everybody goes up. There are five entrances 
to this particular floor. The likelihood that Harvey's going to be standing right by the door that she opens is, well, very remote. Right. The fact that even if he was standing by a door is remote, but then secondly, that he's standing by that specific door. Did it happen? Uh, yeah. No way. So she opens the door. She closes the door. He's like, oh, I'm out. The The lock doesn't re-engage for 15 seconds, <gasps> oh, which no. is a state mandate. So he pushes the push bar. Boom. Down it the opens. stairs he goes. And I'm sitting in, in the front lobby. I'm on my laptop. I'm actually editing podcasts. Oh, nice. Yeah. This is what I do on company time. So, <laughs> but I'm, I'm basically standing guard. I am the company. Fuck it. I know. <laughs> so I'm basically standing guard at the front desk. And I hear two doors open simultaneously flanking me. One from the outside, one from the inside. And they're both stairwell doors. I'm like, what the fuck's going on? This is a, what a weird coincidence that two people will be coming through. I look over, my nurse is on the right, and my caregiver with a panicked look on her face is on the left, and she's chasing Harvey. I'm not chasing. Right. But following close behind. So I'm like, oh, clearly he got out. <laughs> and I started to question my security system, and then, I'm like, and then I hear the story, and I'm like, oh, okay. So this is one of those one-off case scenarios uh -huh. that we could have brought up in a training. So I'm standing back. My first initial impulse is to jump in. And I'm all, David? Don't. How hard do would that. that? Oh, that had to be so hard not to jump it's in. It's so hard because I could have fixed it right away. Mm -hmm. So I sat and I watched, okay, because it's all about. No imminent danger observing, happening, right? Right. So I'm oh, observing. Yes. I'm learning, mm -hmm. okay? I'm not engaging. Uh -huh. <laughs> and then I had an opportunity to teach. But for the most part, she kept her cool, which is part of step one. Body language is red at a deeper level from the folks that don't have the ability to use their other perception sensory, mm -hmm. right? So you and I can read each other fairly well without having the body language because we have the other faculties. These people don't have the faculties. So this is why you don't run around in a building like this because then they're going to absorb that energy. Mm -hmm. You don't come in all jacked and up. And so will other patients 100%. probably too if they're 100%. down there for lunch or something. Exactly. So if you just got in a fight with your boyfriend on the way to the work, sit in the parking lot a while. Mm -hmm decompress because they're going to pick up on it so i watched her she kept her cool she followed him she was looking for his unmet needs she attempted several redirects and then i did have to finally step in to do the final redirect but i'm like damn that was impressive this is crisis we've got a four-lane highway that's just outside our door because mm -hmm. we don't have the gating up yet mm -hmm. and of course even if we had the gating up we still don't want people walking out the front door right. from Keith's retreat, which is the memory care. But she used all of the training like, oh, somebody friggin' paid attention. And this guy totally softened. And then I just finally came in and did the physical redirect and got him back in the building, got him back up the stairs. And it was fine. How fabulous to sit there and watch. I loved it. And you know what? It also builds that confidence. And this is something that goes way back. When I was doing my live trainings for the recertification, because I'm a vendor for the state of California to recertify these people and their licenses, one of the questions I asked them as a group offline is how many of you take a vacation? Because this was the, the, the dawning of the selfishness part of the Red Kite movement. Okay. You can only be as good of a caregiver as you are healthy yourself. So you're all caregivers. You all look a little burnt out. Uh -huh. No offense, but <laughs> a little frazzled. Y'all are fucking burnt. 
How many of you have taken a vacation that's been more than a week in the last two years? No hands go up. Mm -hmm. So I did the, the quick math on that. I'm like, you don't trust your staff, do you? No. Okay. Why don't you trust your staff? Mm-hmm. Because you have piss poor training. You want to go on vacation? You want to not die? <laughs> like literally, one of my competitors died of a heart attack. I believe it yeah. in that field. Didn't they have this big vacation plan in New Zealand and didn't make it? Like oh. this is exactly why you dedicate your time to your training. You trust your staff. Mm-hmm. And I'll say it. I'll admit it. It was not easy for me. Mm-hmm. When we took our first trip out of country, I would get drunk and I would call them from a payphone. <laughs> that tells you how long ago it was. I mm-hmm. would call them from a payphone in Ireland and I would check in on them. And I'm the guy that's like, nope, you don't check in on them. You let them do their own thing. Mm-hmm. But I, I, it meant so much to me. Sure. So, you know, and I've since then, that's not who I am. But it took me a while to drink my own Kool-Aid. So I get it. I get it. I have an empathy, level of empathy for these folks. But for the most part, their training is dog shit. That's why they can't leave their buildings. And that's why they can't empower their staff to take over. And then the staff lose interest because they don't feel like they have the autonomy to make these decisions. Therefore, it's no longer interesting work. Bada bing, bada boom, they're gone. Yep. Did, did I just say something that was like, oh my God, no. so earth shattering? No. no, this is the process. This is how it works. And it's so funny how there's so many CEOs or employees out there who wear it as a badge of honor that they don't ever go on vacation where you right off the bat goes, oh, that means they don't trust their their staff. I love that badge of honor because it translates right onto the epitaph of their gravestone. Mm. Never took a vacation. Yep. Now I'm on a permanent one. Good for you. Good job. Woohoo. Yep. How'd, you, how'd that work out for you? Fantastic. Remarkable memories at the end of life? Nope. <laughs> Jesus, come on, people. This is not hard stuff. <sighs> Short story, kept it brief. Michelle, what is your homework in this whole thing? Ooh, I want to ask the audience if they if they see themselves as, as leaders in any capacity mm-hmm. in life. And do people come to them in a crisis? Are they that person people turn to? Oh, wow. And if not, how does that feel? Are you okay with that? Or are you ready to make some changes? So that's step one. People need to rewind that and listen to it over and over. Because you, what you just did, and I'm going to use the old term that you're probably familiar with from Thomas's English muffins. There's a lot of nooks and crannies in that <laughs> motherfucker. <laughs> a lot of nooks and crannies. Yeah, it's that's kind of like a... A total self-check. Yeah. Think back to the last time someone came to you for advice and took it or when something was going haywire, you had to answer for it. Oh, my God. It goes so many different directions for me. Like at at, at times I want to be the one, but then at other times I don't want to be the one. Mm -hmm. Like just now. Which is a good example. Yeah. Ooh. And what if you're not the one? Oh, there's worst case scenario too. They don't reach out to you, not because they they want to do it autonomously, but that they don't think that you have the ability. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Ouch. Ooh. That's exactly why the phone's not ringing. So this right? is all over the place. Yep. Yeah. If you're a panicker, they're not calling you. Yeah. Or Precisely. if you're the doubter. It'll never work. Oh, man. Or the non-creative. Right. <laughs> that's a good one. That's a good one. Right between the eyes. All right, Michelle, what was your mic drop moment? 
I think after all of what you said about the practice you instill about the the training, and if you still have a question, if your message isn't being heard, that's the red flag. Yep, absolutely. So that's a, that's a, a good instant feedback. You got instant feedback instant. from your from the training yep. today. That was and a gift. That is total gift. Yeah. All right, Michelle, take us out. Get out there and fly that kite. Yeah. Co <laughs> key. You nice know I have to cadence. call you cadence. Of yeah. course. <laughs> Hi, everyone. Thanks for tuning in to today's gift of the day. Check back tomorrow for another gift from your friends at the Red Kite Movement. M stands for Michelle. D stands for for Monday. David. (laughs) Didn't know where you were going for that. Michelle. With that. (laughs) It's Monday. It's business, leadership, and management. Okay. That's terrible. Beep, boop, boop, beep, boop, boop, boop. <laughs> that sounds like a redial in the old days. <laughs> <laughs>